Welcome to Weird Kid Video. I'm Cameron Snape and I miss video stores so much I opened one in my own home, packed with the VHS tapes of the trash cinema I grew up watching at a highly inappropriate age. Every week I force my co-host Kira Jade Opitz and Brody McDonald to sit through a movie for us to discuss. So come on in, have a look around and sign up for a membership. This is Weird Kid Video. Not this week's business. Not this week's business. Not this week's business. Adam's here. Yay. We're not doing existence this week. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Yeah. Brody is unavailable. He's currently taking care of some personal business and we all hope the burn sensation goes away soon. He's in the snow. I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> Look after yourself, Brody. Yeah. Get, get tested. No, he went to the snow for like forever. I don't know. For the, there's no snow. Isn't uh, it all melting? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know nothing. I don't care. He's just not available. Yeah, we had. He's a very busy boy. We had recorded a couple of episodes kind of close together. So it's actually been almost three nearly, weeks, nearly, almost yeah. a month since almost we recorded. Month. Yeah. Better remember how this thing works. Oh, I have no idea. Mm. And I'm on the back of a cold, which is why my voice sounds a little bit funny. And I've still got a cough. So. It's, it's not as gravelly as it usually is. Mm, I might be more gravelly, which might be, might be good for this episode. I'm going to get to that in a second. I do have some old business. Oh. We have yeah. all business. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, strange. Somebody on Instagram going back to the fly. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Going back to the fly. I said on the episode that I didn't think that they had shot, although I knew that shot the baboon cat yep. sequence. I didn't think that they had shot the sequence where he runs across the rooftops and then has an yeah. extra leg sticking out. Uh-huh. And as it turns where out, he chews off his own leg. Yeah. As it turns yeah. out, I was wrong. That was shot. He's, oh, really? Yeah. He pasted a link for me to the, to the whole scene. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. No, okay. That's gnarly. Okay. Well, no, I was Did it plan how it should have? Like, did it, did it? It's a little smaller in scale than it is in the screenplay, but mm-hmm. it is the same, but it is the same. Nice. So, yeah. So, yeah, I was wrong. Oh, look, it's nice to actually be, in, be able to have access to people who know this sort of thing, actually. Seeing things that we might not have. Exactly. So, well, I haven't. Keen has. Well, I can send you the link if you'd like. If Please you do. See the, the, cat. Fly, the fly was one of our most popular If you want to see movies. the cat monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How traumatic is it? It's pretty traumatic. <laughs> I, already had, I already knew about the cat monkey. Yeah. But yeah, Ugh. that's my old business. TV business? TV business. This episode in Weird Kid TV Corner, we're talking about America's very briefly favorite sitcom family that is not The Simpsons. We're talking about the Sinclairs in Dinosaurs from 1991. I am the mighty Megalosaurus, the king of the dinosaurs, the thunder lizard. The Tyrannosaurus Rex is the king of the dinosaurs. That's debatable. No, it's not. I dated one in high school. Dinosaurs, the next big thing, premieres tonight. Dinosaurs. I kind of knew about this. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Have you ever heard of dinosaurs? I had, and there is like images from this where you're like, oh, I've seen this on the internet. Yes. These, these weird, weird uh, puppet dinosaur creatures. I can remember <laughs> parts of it or at least that's the thing. It's just images. It's just, yeah, I was unsure about whether I'd seen it before. There you go. It ran for four seasons between 1991 and 1995 for 65 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. It is a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> for four seasons. Yeah. My backstory, my history with dinosaurs is that I was the perfect age. You would have been about what, 10, 11? I was nine. Nine, yeah. All right. The perfect age. I was already- just born. Yeah, I know. I understand. (laughs) Thank you for making that clear (laughs) to the audience, son of a bitch. I was already 
massively into things that involved puppets and animatronics. Mm-hmm. It was totally the right age for that. Like I grew up loving the Muppets and yeah. all the, the Hanson stuff. And I remember the build up and the anticipation of this show even coming to Australia. It oh had, yeah, because that was a thing. That um, was a thing, yeah. It had buzz. Mm-hmm. This show was a hit in the United States and then it was fast-tracked to Australia. Meet old Sinclair. Honey, I'm home. He's your everyday, good-natured, overweight, norm kind of dinosaur. It's me. Who loves his wife. Just this morning I said, I love you. Did you say it sincerely? Nah, it was a defense mechanism. Dinosaurs Sunday. I remember things being like fast track, fast track to Australia and somehow some networks still claim that. Yes. I don't know how that support works now. Well, so back in, the, back in the day. How long did it take from shows to go from the US to here? It, sometimes it would be a couple of years. Really? A year. Is but it like sometimes a licensing a couple of years. thing where they yeah, want to buzz buzz? Not even that. It's just that there's no internet, so there's no immediacy. Yeah. You can air a show that is two or three years old here that feels brand new because no unless there has been like the kind of buzz that there was around dinosaurs, nobody even knows that the show exists. Mm, right? So weird. The, I have a weird, I have a kind of like a random side story that kind of relates is that I remember when the Simpsons premiered in Australia <laughs> on channel 10. Now, now, now you're showing your age. I know we in Australia until we had cable television mm. only had the first three seasons of The Simpsons. They had licensed The Simpsons, but they'd only licensed the first three years. Yeah. So they just repeated the first three years. I remember when it was a big deal that they advertised new episodes were coming. And everyone just loses their mind. Yeah, and then with pay television, as we kind of talked about Mm. uh, during last night episode, pay television comes to Australia, they need to fill, and then we end up with, in Australia, on Fox. Crap tons of it. We end up with every Saturday and Sunday Simpsons from... 8am till 12 I miss those days as a kid where you're like for me it was Foxtel or Oddstar when yeah. where that was a kind of a thing mm. and you go alright uh, we got 12 hours of the Simpsons or fantastically there's a, 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 a wrestling show pay TV event that night and they're like we're going to show you 24 hours of wrestling yeah. on, on this yeah. episode on, yeah. this, on this channel or that something good like fun. that yeah. yeah they would do Slayer Fest where they would do Buffy marath- yep. marathons of Buffy yep. anyway yeah. we should talk about we should talk we about dinosaurs yeah. yeah so this show was per- dinosaurs was perfect for me because it was basically the Simpsons with dinosaurs but they look like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> so like it's, completely it's a perfect mix in my wheelhouse so the original concept was developed by Jim Henson yeah he'd been working on it kind of on and off from the late 80s that he called the Natural History Project. And he was working on it right up until his death. When did he die? In May of 1990. Yeah. So this show comes out almost a year after he's passed away. And it was kind of stuff he'd been working on or they'd already made part of it? No, they'd been working on it conceptually, but it didn't really take off until after he had died. So after he died, the Henson Company partnered with Michael Jacobs Productions and Disney to produce the Mm -hmm. show for ABC. It's very likely that the reason that the show exists is because of The Simpsons. Yeah. Simpsons is a hit. Mm-hmm. It's a family sitcom. Yeah. Studios go scrambling for things that are similar. Yeah. And so you end up with this show. Yeah, Simpsons with puppets. Which is basically, because Earl is basically Homer. <laughs> yeah. And Fran is basically Marge. Mm-hmm. And we have two teens yeah. that, are, that are similar but different to Bart and Lisa and yeah. a baby. Yeah. It's, it's uh, where's the cookie? Here's the cutter. Yeah, the first episode that we watched, which mm. is the Mighty Mega- Megalosaurus, <laughs> it's the name of the episode, was written by Michael Jacobs and Bob Young. So Jacobs was already a veteran TV sitcom producer. Yeah. He'd been working since the 1970s and he came on board Dinosaurs to produce it. And he is kind of the showrunner, main kind of creative force behind behind the show, mm. along with the, with 
you know, working with Hanson and everybody uh, everybody else. After this show, he produced Boy Meets World. Do you ever watch Boy, Boy Meets I World? I never watch Boy Meets World. I hear about it. I uh, can't, so there's, there's comments. There's, there's it's another, it's another one of those shows from like the 90s that was like yeah. a big deal. And I know that a few years ago, Kira went all the way through. She, 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 she went it. in, she went too deep. She went way too deep. And then also <laughs> there was, there was a follow-up series, revival series a couple of years ago, Girl Meets World. Okay. That had the original children actors as the parents. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a few of those these days. There's the kind of, I guess, actors being like, Hey, we're not getting as many residuals these days. We need to kind of get back in. Yeah. <laughs> it lasted for a couple of seasons. So Bob Young, who was the co-writer of this episode was also another veteran sitcom guy. He'd worked on stuff like the facts of life and who's the boss. Ah, uh, who's my the two boss? dads. Who is the boss? And then later he did. He also worked on boy mates world. I think that he had partnered with Jacobs quite a bit. This episode was directed by William D. He's kind of like a journeyman director since the early 70s didn't work on lots that we would kind of fall into our wheelhouse except for mm. he directed harry and the hendersons have you seen harry and the hendersons yeah bits and pieces yeah the, the one where her family adopts bigfoot <laughs> so weird that movie broke my heart as a child what do you mean it broke your heart well it's very I, I emotional probably, i probably can't remember a lot of it it's very emotional at the end i was a tiny 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 child and it broke my tiny cold child heart <laughs> did you feel for bigfoot I did, for yeah. Harry. For Harry, not the Hendersons. No, fuck the Hendersons. <laughs> he directed that, which is also a, uh, it involves a, a suit and an animatronic yeah. animatronic head, which makes sense that then mm-hmm. he, would, he would do this. Yeah. Starring, this is fucking complicated. Yeah. Jesus Christ, this is complicated. Every single character in the show yeah. has a body yeah. performer. And a head performer. A face performer. Yeah. Yep. And a voice performer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And the body and face performers are not consistent between seasons. Oh, that's annoying. Do we call them performers? They're performers. The operators? I don't know. They're performers. Yeah. They're performing. They're, yeah. It's the same as it's puppetry. So, so I'm going to stick with the first season. Okay. So Earl is voiced by Stuart Pankin. Mm-hmm. He has like hundreds of television show credits. Yeah. What, mostly voice? No, acting oh. as well as as voice. The voice was so familiar. He yeah. has a, yeah. I guarantee that you that you have seen him in things and yeah. didn't know that, that that was him. Mm-hmm. I didn't even write, bother writing that. I looked at his, <laughs> I looked at his filmography. And was like, okay, so you just been in everything. Yeah. That's that's I'll just leave that as is. His body was puppeted by Bill Barter. When Henson died, he inherited the roles of the Muppet roles of Ralph, the Swedish chef, <laughs> and Dr. Teeth. Dr. Teeth? I'm to Dr. Dr. Teeth and his band. Oh, I didn't know that. The, the main, you didn't the- know that he was named Dr. Teeth? <laughs> The band for me was just Animal. Like, it's just uh, uh, well, a, animal a, a is way in, to- Well, Animal is in yeah. Dr. Teeth's band. He's in Dr. Teeth's band, but really is, he's kind of the the, the main band member because yeah. he's the most popular. Bill Barter still plays those characters now. That's fantastic. And he is the co-creator of the newest Muppet show, Muppet Mayhem, which is about Dr. Teeth's band. Oh, really? Yeah. That only just recently came out. I have to watch it because I'm a big Muppet fan. Oh, not, yeah, not, me too. Not just Muppet, Henson. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, and, you know- well, they I, don't I, was, I was born two years after he died, yeah. but it had such an effect on my childhood oh, totally. in terms absolutely. of movies. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Movies, TV shows, and it, well, he had such an effect on Muppetry. Puppetry. Muppets is no longer produced by Henson, but yeah. I know, but it's it's a, it's a legacy. It is probably, I don't think we're probably going to get through it in this, but the, the history of Henson and, and all, all, all no. everything that they made, is there's so much of it. We will cover Henson again because yeah. there are so many movies that mm-hmm. are important to me, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which they of course worked on the first two, Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, mm-hmm. all the Muppet movies. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they're all on the list. Yeah. All of those things are on the list. Earl's face is performed by Dave... 
Goles, I, th- I think that's how it's pronounced. He's Gonzo the Great. My my favorite Muppet. He's my favorite Muppet too. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, Gonzo, because he's a widow. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> he's so strange. He's so, so fucked up. Yeah. What is he? Uh, he's, he's Gonzo. He's Gonzo. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, there's no creature like him. Inside Earl, yeah. you have the body of Ralph, the Swedish chef and Dr. Teeth, <laughs> and, the, and the head yeah. of... Gonzo, Gonzo the Great. The great. It's incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. So Fran mm-hmm. is voices the late great Jessica Walter. She's the mum from Arrested Development and Archer. Oh, she died? No. Yeah, she only she died a couple of years ago. We saw her. Well, you didn't because you weren't on the episode. Uh-huh. But other people that are on this podcast saw her in Ghost in the Machine. Fran's body is performed by Mitchell Young Evans, who I can not really find anything much about. Mm-hmm. And her face is performed by Alan Troutman, which is a revelation to me mm. because he is and this is going to mean nothing to you you're All just right. going to give me a blank look yeah, at yeah, yeah. he yeah. is Tarman in the Return of the Living Dead movies and that is fucking insane Tar-Man. you haven't seen those movies Return of the Living Dead oh, I've, I need to do the Living Deads again I, I've got a few well, this is gaps. this is Return of the Living Dead not yeah. not George Romero's Living Dead movies oh. this is Return oh, of the Living he, Dead oh because he didn't copyright the shit did he yeah it's yeah. complicated we'll, we'll eventually we get to, <laughs> we'll get to the we dead. might do we, we might do one of my favorite movies is Night of the Living Dead yeah we might do Night of the Living Dead and Return of the Living Dead as a double feature because yeah. that'll be a fun time mm-hmm. anyway maybe maybe not probably not <laughs> cut that as Brady would say Robbie is voiced by Jason Willingo mostly a voice actor lots of credits still mm. working Don't nothing that I really recognized him from his body is another exciting one for oh, me yeah. It's Leif Tilden, who's the suit performer of Donatello in the first two Ninja Turtle movies. Oh, okay. Have you seen the the still frame uh, from that movie where you can see the performer's mouth inside Donatello's mouth during the scene oh, where they're laughing? Yeah. That's Leif Tilden. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. He's got a famous mouth. Robbie's face is performed by Steve Whitmore. He was Kermit the Frog after Jim Henson passed away until 2016. Charlene's voice is Sally Struthers. Sally Struthers. She was famous in the 1970s for being all in the family sitcom. But in my house, we know her as Babette from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh, God. Her body is performed by Michael Sisti. He's Michelangelo in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles That's movie. Great. And her face is performed by Bruce Lenoil. He's another Henson veteran. And then finally, the baby. <laughs> Does that have a face and a, and a body oh, actor? It's even more complicated. Oh, okay. Right? All right. The baby is voiced by Kevin Clash, most well known for being Elmo. Oh, oh, right. Oh, that there's no Elmo in this baby. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Until he was dismissed while being under investigation for inappropriate relationships with underage, yeah. underage men. Yeah, there, there was a bit. There's a bit of controversy in Sesame Street. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was never charged due to the statute of limitations. Oh. And he does continue to work. He is also the voice of voice and puppet performer of Splinter in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Okay. He also performed the baby's head and mouth while another performer, John Kennedy, did the eyes. And then the baby's arms. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. This is how insane yeah. this is. Were performed by Terry Harden. Terry Harden built the still suits for David Lynch's Dune from the 1980s. Oh, really? Yep. She's both of the demon dogs the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man, and the library ghost in Ghostbusters. Oh, I forgot there was a good amount of puppet work in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. How wild is that? That's great. She's the baby's arms. You have that much talent in those arms. I did did notice that the baby did... I, I don't know. It could just be in my head. It's, it definitely feels like it's it's controlled by four different people. 
It's just yeah. everything's wild. Everything's wild. I mean, but that's the baby. Yeah, it's I mean, the baby. That's, that's, it's a, that's the shtick, so I suppose. It's kind of insane that there is like yeah. a minimum of three people to per, create per, a single perform single performance. That'd be a wild set in terms of just coordination. Yeah, yeah. Being able to yeah coordinate the body and mm-hmm. the. I mean, obviously the voice is probably done afterwards. I would assume that there is an probably. on-set voice performer that's yeah. probably just the person in the suit. Yeah, and that their voice is dubbed afterwards. Even just the coordination of the face with the body is well, like insane. The I, I can't even imagine how complex the face animatronics the control of that is because it is there's a lot of control yeah. in in this show. This is nineteen. 19- 91, this is the year after Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So a yep. lot of the face technology was developed for, had for, been developing for years and then was kind that. of like- well, but Not perfected, but- Yeah, well, I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, mm-hmm. I think has the best animatronic face performances that I've ever seen in that anything of that era. Like yep. they're incredible. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of like gets progressively better. So if you look at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and then Dinosaurs yeah. and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, you can see the progression. You can see how much better- yeah. the that Henson gets at that stuff. I can't even imagine the the process like of, of being in like, well, I don't want to say being in that head, but you know, being in controlling that head because it is, there is complex like facial movement in this. Mm. It does look like the, the dinosaurs are acting. They're, mm. the, you know, the, the fucking raising their eyebrows. Yeah, that's like, amazing. Do and dinosaurs also, have eyebrows? And also the body performer yeah. who is wearing the head yeah. is basically blind. <laughs> It's nuts. Yeah. It's so insane. You can tell why the sets have to seem really big. Though. Oh, the sets are massive. The house yeah. set is massive. Yeah. And it has to be massive to accommodate well, the, the huge filming. dinosaurs. Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's talk our way through the episode. Now, we, for TV Corner, it's been a while since we've done one of these. So yeah. if, if this is your first time listening to TV Corner, we don't go into as much detail as we do mm. about with the, with the films. We kind of just talk generally through the plot. And I'm saying that as much for the audience benefit as I am for your benefit. So if there's something that specifically you want to talk about that I don't mention, just jump in because chances are I'm not going to mention it. Yeah. And normally <laughs> I tell you to wait. Yeah. <laughs> the first episode actually opens with a, a tribute to Jim Henson acknowledging the fact that a series wouldn't exist without him. Mm. And then the opening sequence is a POV of a dinosaur stomping through ancient forest only to reveal that it's Earl in a flannel shirt <laughs> carrying his lunchbox. And his first, the first line of the series is, Honey, I'm home. Oh. <laughs> Introducing the world of the show pretty marvelously. Oh, yeah. It's so schlocky. I like yeah. it. He's also knocking over trees in this forest. Yeah. We will return to this forest later on in the episode. <laughs> like multiple times. We get the classic sitcom opening montage of, mm-hmm. oh, here's some wacky stuff. <laughs> yeah. coming through a door and the baby as the credits roll. Yeah, it's kind of the montage of what the series kind of looks like, I suppose. Yeah, is that and it? also yeah, classic yeah. of the of the era, which yeah. is that we'll have an opening title sequence that is just and at scenes. Some, at some point, everyone will scenes. turn to the camera and smile. And smile. Yeah, yeah. Great. The show actually begins properly with Earl watching the news on DNN. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah, three times the size of Earth is heading towards us on a collision course that will result in the extinction of all life on this planet. This just in, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, <laughs> so this is an alternate history. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's the media was coming. It missed. It missed. Mm. It took a left turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> he turns on, he's flips, flicking through the channels and he turns on wrestling. Yeah. It's just black and white, like nature footage of lizards wrestling. <laughs> the baby pops up stealing the remote and uh, demands a story. I've, to be honest, I've had that exact interaction with, I with my I did wonder kid. if you were going to relate hard oh, to things that wow. happened in this episode. Uh, being a, <laughs> being a, new, a new dad a new to a dad. toddler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I've, I've had that exact kind of back and forth with, with, with my kid Elliot. Uh, don't you touch that remote? <laughs> don't you press that button? 
Don't you change that channel. <laughs> Good luck with that. Oh my God. I have that to look forward to. Uh, we learn that dinosaurs only kind of moved into houses and started raising children in like recent history. <laughs> yeah. So they lived in the, in the like, forest was, until then. Was he wild before this or is it kind of like just before his time? That's, I that's what I want to know. I want to know clear. the timeline. It yeah. feels like Earl definitely experienced that, but how soon it was or how much close it was is unsure. And did they just decide? Did they Were they like, you know what? Let's try something else. Let, let's let's build a house and I mean, be, be suburban. I mean, that's basically what humans <laughs> did at, one, at a certain point. Did we decide? We decided not caves. Yeah. Yeah. Someone goes. Maybe I don't so, know. Some, someone standing outside a cave goes. You know what? I can build better than this. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. If some, if any of our listeners, some, it, if any of our listeners were there, just send us a letter to a postbox that we don't have. The baby <laughs> wants. <laughs> wants a story and then the baby wants to be in the story. And so we get the structure of the episode is yeah. that Earl is telling the story of how the baby was born. Yeah. Which oh, is giving me serious Simpson vibes because we've seen that Simpsons episode. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> in the, in the kitchen, Fran is cooking and dinner is escaping. On the, I love this. And there's the advertisement so on the TV. <laughs> there is an ad on the dinosaur shopping network that's selling pots and pans with creature screens, basically like, <laughs> like jail roofs over the top of it. So your dinner can't escape. Yeah. The dinner tells Fran, you should really get some of these. <laughs> this is, I love this stuff. I love yeah. this stuff so much. We're deep in like, Flintstones territory. Yeah. So it's kind of like a reverse Flintstones because this is the, the dinosaurs, the dinosaurs the and now the, and now the <laughs> Flintstones. Yeah. Uh, it's like our world, but different. Uh, dinner actually escapes out the door as Earl comes in. She just, She's like, it's okay, we'll have a frozen meal. And she takes out of the freezer a creature in an ice block. Yeah. And uh, is the creature partially alive in this? Uh, like it's, it's moving a bit a little sticking bit. out yeah. its hand. It's, it's moving. So good. It's Earl's payday and Fran wants him to buy those uh, the those pots screens. Yeah. The, with the creature screens. Uh, Charlene, his teen daughter, comes in. She wants a sweater. I love the, how she is dressed. The denim. Oh, yeah. And the, and the bracelets. It feels it's, it's very 90s. It's so wonderfully 90s. But Earl's like, no, I'm going to spend my money on myself. I'm going to buy a 90-inch television. Which is crazy in those days. Because they're dinosaurs. Yeah, it's going to be a big TV. It has to be 90 inches because that's a regular-sized television to yeah. them. Yeah, we can nearly get a 90s TV now. They're not human sized; no. they're dinosaur sized. <laughs> he goes on a rant about being the king of the dinosaurs, the Thunder Lizard, and he wants what he wants. And then Fran tells him, sorry, <laughs> "He's yeah. not the king of the dinosaurs. T Rex is king of the dinosaurs. She knows she dated one in high school." <laughs> oh, it's so emasculating. Robbie, their older son, comes in through the back door. He got his uh, report card. Apparently, he doesn't apply himself. I've had this exact conversation. Oh, yeah. It's my whole life. I never applied myself. <laughs> it, it made me the success that I am. He has a hard time with numbers and dates. He doesn't understand why the years are going backwards. So good. Kids aren't going to get that. <laughs> no. It, in this era, there is so much good back and forth between characters, which you're like, kids just wouldn't get. This is a kid's show. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I think maybe. it's- I But know. It's, good, it's good for the parents and it's good for the kids. Uh, yeah, I think it's a family- a good time. I think it's aimed at a family-friendly show. Yeah. Like, it's got jokes in it that, that make sense for the adults. And, I feel like and it's the not, kids love the dinosaurs yeah. and love the baby. I feel right? like it's not done as much these days or done as well. No, I don't think so. They might need to get Robbie a tutor, but that's going to- cost as much money as it's going to cost to get the television. <laughs> exactly that much. I'm not entirely sure how that money works, but yeah. <laughs> in the present, the baby wants to know when they're going to get to him. Earl's like, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Earl works 
pushing over trees mm-hmm. for the We Say So company. I miss that. <laughs> He's complaining about money to his work, work best friend, a T-Rex named Roy. Is he a T-Rex? He's a T-Rex. It does not look... He's got T-Rex arms. He's got T-Rex arms. He's a T-Rex. Okay. Yeah. He's a T-Rex named Roy. Roy tells him that that's the price that you have to pay for having a family and not eating them. He's definitely a bachelor. (laughs) He convinces Earl to go ask his boss for a raise. (laughs) And and is like, I'm not coming with you. No, I'm not going with you. (laughs) Earl goes into the uh, the worksite trailer and inside his boss is a triceratops. Which I find so weird. They they go on beforehand about his teeth. He's a fucking triceratops. They were omnivore. Like, they, I don't even think they were carnivores. They weren't carnivores. They weren't, does this make any sense? They, uh, as the kids would say, Vegisaurus. Vegisaurus. <laughs> Mr. Richfield. <laughs> I love the design. So good, yeah. I love that he's too big for the room. Oh, and he's got like a hole for his like for his head horns. horns. Yeah. For his head horns, yeah. It's amazing. Earl asks for the raise, but Mr. Richfield berates him to the point that he loses <laughs> his job. It's not he doesn't lose his job. Mr. Richfield goes... What convinces him this is what you want a raise yeah. then I'm not going to give it to you you're going to have to quit and convinces him to quit yeah. basically essentially yeah <laughs> I love Mr. Richfield yeah it's just incredible his eyes yes he, the design of his eyes they're and, like and how shot and, and how expressive his eyebrows are like at one point there is like a three second eyebrow raise when yeah. he asks for a raise and I'm like geez this is just the design of this guy is wild <laughs> Earl goes home he comes in the back door and puts his lunchbox down did you notice the detail on his lunchbox? It's got a little, it's got a little, uh, little. It's, cage. it's got little jail bars. <laughs> I know, yeah, because I, his lunch is usually it, alive. Yeah, it escapes. Yep. Fran has a surprise for him. She laid an egg. <laughs> that better be breakfast. <laughs> Earl seems thrilled. Charlene and Robbie didn't think that they could still have children. Uh, oh yeah, that was so rude. <laughs> yeah, we're not such dinosaurs as, as you think we are. <laughs> Just like, Jesus Christ. Earl thought he was close to having the kids out of the house because his other two kids are teenagers. Yeah. Right. So, and getting his life back, his freedom. But now he's going to be stuck with a kid until he's 60, which is the end of his natural lifespan. Is it? That's what he, that's what Robbie says to him. <laughs> yeah. Earl hopes the eggs are dud. So he holds it up to, <laughs> the, light, up to the light. And it is not. It's sucking its thumb in it, the egg. And then back with Earl and the baby, Earl tells the baby that he went back to the forest. And then the baby's response is, I'm going to bite you now, <laughs> which he proceeds to <laughs> onto, onto his head. In the forest, Earl stomps around trying to get back to the way that dinosaurs used to be when he had freedom. <laughs> he trains, <laughs> but he's like, then he starts complaining that it's too cold. And then he tries, he tries to, to sleep, sleep but, on it's the too, but it's too noisy. And then he runs into his dinner, which is what great. What the hell was this thing? Uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, Earl threatens to eat him. And the dinner says that Earl would be doing him a favor if he did. He used to live He used to live here, but some idiot pushed over the tree and left him. <laughs> Just what Earl's doing at the beginning of the show. Yeah. His insurance won't cover it and he doesn't know where his family is. How do they have insurance? They've only figured out how to have a society within the last oh, decade Oh, no, you definitely so. get, get insurance real quick. <laughs> Dinner's name is Arthur. Arthur? Arthur's played by Brian Henson. Oh, really? Jim Henson's son, Brian. Jeez. He, with his brothers and sisters, continue to run the Henson company. They chat and Arthur makes Earl realize that without his family, he's nothing. And in the end, Earl decides not to eat Arthur. Arthur tells him he owes him one, <laughs> which will come back momentarily. <laughs> Fran then uses a plate of her mastodon surprise on a rope to lure <laughs> Earl back to her. What is mastodon surprise? Is it a surprise for him or is it made of mastodon and he's going to eat mastodon because he's a mastodon? I, I think, well, he's a megalosaurus. Oh, sorry. He's a megalosaurus. What's, yeah. what, what's a mastodon? Is that, is that the one in the water? Of, it's a different type of dinosaur. Is that the one in the water? 
No, uh, mastodons aren't in, in water. Some dinosaur buffs are really going to hate this show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I love dinosaurs. Yeah. Dinosaurs are my favorite. I don't remember all their fucking names or what they do. Fuck off. <laughs> also don't like that they got feathers now. What is that bullshit? What is that absolute fucking bullshit? That you don't like that they have feathers, feathers now? No, I don't want my dinosaurs to be birds. I want my dinosaurs to be terrible lizards. Yeah, but birds are dinosaurs. No. No? No. No. No, no, no birds. Just like Strong no bird pond. Strong no bird no birds. Strong no bird pond. <laughs> for, 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 for listeners at home, this, this is not about dinosaurs or this birds. It's not about dinosaurs or birds. <laughs> this is about one bird in particular. I'm not getting into it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Earl and Fred make up and then Earl goes to his boss to ask for severance pay and Richfield tells him to get back to work. <laughs> With a pay rise. His new assistant's giving him a report that says that Earl is perfect for executive material. His new assistant is Arthur. <laughs> Earl's even going to get an imperceptible raise. <laughs> back home, Earl shows Fran his new patient and Earl's realized what's special about being the head of a household, <laughs> summons Charlene and Robbie and tells them no matter how low he feels, it's okay because they are lower <laughs> because oh. he is the king of the household. The egg cracks and out comes the baby. Tada! Oh, I'm on the floor. So many feet. <laughs> Instantly. Who's the mama? Where's the mama? I'm the baby. Brand new. Just out. Gotta love me. Gotta love me. Jeez, yeah. schlocky as hell. Oh my god, the baby. We'll talk more about the baby in a second. Yeah. And then back with Earl and the baby in present time, Earl goes to a window and tells him that one day all this will be his because dinosaurs <laughs> rule the world. And outside, we see two cave people, a man and a woman, making a wheel. The man has carved a wheel that he then smashes the inside out of so he can turn it into a hula hoop. <laughs> And the woman is so thrilled. Oh, yeah. And then Earl's like, and we always will rule the world. <laughs> and that is the first episode of Dinosaurs. This <laughs> ran for four seasons? This ran for four seasons. Jesus. And they're all short episodes. Yeah. All, it's a half hour, it's two, so it's 23 minutes. Yeah. So really fast to get through. And uh, there's a lot to get through. Uh, so 65 the- episodes. I kind of like that it's 65 episodes. Yeah. 65 million years. Oh God! All right. I don't that think that's didn't deliberate. Clock that at all? But I don't no. think it's deliberate. But it's kind of fun, kind of fun. The baby, yeah. Coming back to the baby, right? <laughs> the baby is the 1991 baby Yoda. Yeah. Oh God. It is. That baby ends up everywhere. It does like spots on talk shows. What? Yeah, it's merchandised to all hell. There's plush dolls that you can buy. Fantastic. Catchphrases. I'm the baby. Gotta love me. (laughs) Which is real bad. Again, again, again. Hitting Earl in the head with a pan, frying pan, becomes (laughs) part of its kind of trademark. Okay. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And then um, calling Earl not the mama. Not the mama. Refusing to call Earl. Dad. Dad or dadda. <laughs> not the mama. Right. Mama, not the mama. And and people love this? People loved it. You know those, you remember those um, Garfield, oh, it's probably before your time, but you would know of it. Those Garfield dolls that you put on your on your car window yeah. with the suction cups. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There were those for the baby. <laughs> this show was like so hot and then it very quickly started to like fade away. Okay. It's like one of those, it, yeah. it just, it's Flash kind of like the, pan sort the of internet things. already exists, right? So it's not like a pre-internet, yep. but it is very much pre-internet culture meme yeah. nonsense, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Now it would be the baby, it would be the baby Yoda. Yeah. Like it's the same kind of, same kind of thing. Where it's where, it's where things are really, really popular and they can just disappear really easily. Whereas things can do that now. I have another but one. They, they hold on as well. I have another Star Wars uh, one for you. Okay. Porgs. Oh, from yeah. Last Jedi. Yeah, they were the yeah. hottest fucking thing for five seconds. Yeah. You could buy a giant porg. Well, they're gone now. Yeah. It's so weird. Came, came and went. But how, does, how is Baby Yoda still so so hot? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so the show, yeah, did well in its very in its first season, and then ratings declined through it through its run, which is why yeah. it's, it's only actually four seasons. But the fact that there is four seasons of the show is kind of yeah. shocking to me. At the time, it's the most expensive half hour of television in the history of television. Really? To produce. Yeah. How much does it cost them per episode? Okay, the other thing I would say is that this episode is very small in yeah. scale compared to the way that the show goes. Oh. So as the show keeps going on, there's more dinosaurs. There's more dinosaurs. There's hundreds of characters in the show. Jesus by the, Christ. By the, by the time that it goes on. And they're making all those animatronics, they're all those suits every single individually. One of those, every single one of those suits is, is built. There's more than one suit because well, you never build one they, suit. They don't last. They don't last. And then every single dinosaur requires three performers. That's crazy. Well, two, two yeah. at least two performers. And if they speak a, a third performer. Yeah. Now they did do a lot of double up. So people yeah. that are in bodies would do multiples. Of course. Um, and, th and then sometimes when they would do scenes where there is like crowds, mm -hmm. not all of the, uh, not all of them have face animatronics have and face stuff. Or more simple mechanisms, right? Yeah. Hand mechanisms as opposed to radio controlled animatronic mechanisms. Yeah. But fucking expensive show to produce. Yeah. And also the, the amount of time and effort that it would take mm. to get things right because your performers are blind. Just the co For me, it's just the coordination. How do you get a room of, say, all four characters, all four of the family members mm. plus the baby are in, that is, nah, that's like 12 plus the baby, which is four. Yep. Like that's, what, uh, how's my maths? That's 16 people. <laughs> so much. Trying to coordinate four characters. It's, it's not. It's just, in, it's crazy. Like trying to, I, I can imagine, like even in movies, trying to coordinate 16 main characters yep. all at once yep. who are just acting as normal humans is tough. Nobody, and nobody would attempt this anymore. No. Nobody would attempt to do this show. I, 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 I got to respect it. I love it. Yeah. I love the, I love the craft. Just of the it. craft. Yeah. So the other thing I'll talk about is the fact that this first episode is very sitcom -y. Yeah. It's very like set, very classical oh, sitcom yeah. setup. But yeah. as the show went on, mm. the it writing it found its voice a little well, bit. Well, the satire became even more biting. Yeah. The satire of like America and American society and pop culture. Well, in this the 90s. is where the, the, like the nineties was a real, I wouldn't say divisive time for America, but it was where people noticed the yeah. weirdness of America. Yeah, totally. And there were two different types of people there. There was like there were the people who were like capitalist in it. There were the there were the there were the American psycho people, mm -hmm. and uh, you know Wall Street people. Sort well, of. that kind of grew out of Reagan in the in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, but it was like almost past the peak of that a little bit. And then there were people who were just satire the crap out of it. Yeah. So they would go on to do quite topical episodes. Yeah. Where they use metaphor for something that's yeah. real. Like so, they did episodes on bullying, mm -hmm. uh, homosexuality, right. drugs, religion. Oh yeah. The, the religion episode is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. This new religion comes out of nowhere i think it's like the church of potato <laughs> like it's so fucking wild it's yeah. crazy and then the final episode of the show which yeah sorry i'm gonna spoil for you that's fine is a fucking all-timer yeah it is incredible in the last episode of the show the we so so company has put the environment out of balance <laughs> By knocking over too many trees and destroying the habitat of a, there's a bug, a bug or beetle that they, yeah. the insect that they've destroyed the habitat of. Earl tries to help and make things better, but actually makes things worse. <laughs> he makes them so bad that he causes the ice age that wipes out the dinosaurs. <laughs> the series ends with the sky darkening as they are waiting to die, Jesus. and the news broadcast that we saw at the very beginning of the first episode signs yeah. off for the last time. Jesus Christ. It is amazing. Wow. It's incredible. This is one of those things where I had, I had an idea that mm. for, uh, 
and Kira and I have done this a few times, is that sometimes it's interesting to watch the first episode of a series and the last episode of a series back yeah, to back right. to see where how far the show has kind of changed. Kind of like when you, when you go, oh, do I want to read this book? Read the first page, read the last page, see if you no, can fuck, like it. No, fuck that. That's <laughs> nonsense. I'm saying for things that you've seen before. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, but you watch the first episode of something and the last episode of something yeah. just as like a little mini kind of like experiment because it's interesting yeah. how much things change, shift in tone, characters oh, yeah. become completely different. Look. So the question is, would you watch more? Yeah, yeah, I'd give it a crack. I, I, I have a real soft spot for for kind of Henson puppetry. That era of, of of that sort of show is just, it's insane what they do. So just even watching it as, as an impressive kind of feat, yeah, is fantastic. And uh, as I've said on this pod before, like. Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure Island are two of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, I don't know about Treasure Island. I love, tra- to be honest, anything with Stephen Curry and Muppets. I'm like, this is two of my favorite is things. Is Billy Connolly in Muppet Treasure Island? Yes. Yeah. He's in the beginning. Yeah. I he's, so. he's like, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, 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 Jim. I just, and I'm I, like, it's so good. So my memory is, because is I also loved Muppets, yeah. is that Muppet Treasure Island was the first new one in a while. Yeah. And I remember... I was already an adult. Yeah. I remember when I watched it, I was like, ah, oh, this is not what I, this is not I was Muppets I remember. exactly the right age. No, no, sorry. Well, it, I don't know. I was exactly the right age when I was shown it. Like, yeah, right. Because my dad loved all that stuff as yeah. well. And I was I was just in. Yeah. I've, I've been, recently been watching The Muppet Show because it's on Disney. So have I. And <laughs> so have I. Okay, the beginning of it's like real bad. No, so uh, it's great. It's you great. just don't know who anybody is because exactly. they're all people they're from bring, the 1970s. <laughs> bringing on heaps of like heaps of guest performers and I'm the like Joel, the fuck are you? Joel Gray was on yeah. he's on a very very early episode you don't know who that is but we'll no, talk I've about him it. we'll <laughs> talk about him one day oh right yep and he's from, well, he's from Cabaret. Yeah. But I know him very specifically from a movie that, that I dread the day that we talk about. <laughs> nice. Some people might know who, what that is. Yeah, I've been watching that as well. I've yeah. been watching it. I've been watching it with, with my kid. Yeah, I love it. The, the jokes are fantastic. Yeah. Like the writing is, is re- yeah. really good and just, I don't know. Yeah. You, you don't see stuff like it anymore. No, not it's, at all. It's the problem. And yeah. It makes me sad. Totally. If you want to watch Dinosaurs, it is actually streaming on Disney+. Plus. The whole show is oh, on, really? Disney, on Disney+. Plus. And if you uh, don't want to give uh, Disney and Bob Iger and his corporate The Overlords uh, more money, <laughs> it is also on YouTube. Pay your writers, you son of a bitch. That's it. That's the episode. TV Corner. I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, uh, there's nothing There's nothing we, to wrap do, up with. Do we end scene? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Don't like, don't subscribe, yeah. don't follow us on all the social media. We'll be- and, um... Uh, and worship our dinosaur overlords because they're going to rule the earth forever, apparently. Yeah, apparently. We'll be back in two weeks with XSMs, probably. Hopefully. I don't assume so. <laughs> We're not wiped out by some type of meteor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and? Scene? Not the mama. Not the <laughs>